opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. And welcome to another edition of Herbie's Cooking Corner, the impromptu edition as it's turning out, as um, things are proving to be interesting. We'll talk more about that in a second here. And... um, First of all, what we're going to do today is uh, an endeavor that I've actually never attempted before, but uh, actually we've got several of those coming up, but we're going to do an apple pie. And um, what we need for this, so first of all, I did not get a chance to uh, post anything into uh, the recipe uh, thing last week, so I hadn't really decided on which uh, recipe I was going to use. So I finally settled on one, only to discover when I got co- things copied over, I didn't actually copy over the instructions. So we'll just do a little bit of an impromptu uh, talking about how to get your recipes on the fly when you need them as part of today's cooking call. Yes, I am actually in the kitchen, who knew? And um, that is uh, pretty cool. So uh, first of all, we've got a wonderful pair of hosts and moderators looking out for us today. Over on the Zoom side, we got Ibrahim, and um, he's going to have all sorts of fun because he will not be able to talk, but he did want me to convey the message, uh, for those of you that were listening on the community call earlier, that uh, apple pie is not American. It uh, you know predates that, so uh, even though we call it an American tradition, it's not. So that is... Uh, that and um, next over on the clubhouse side, we've got James uh, taking care of us today. So welcome to both of you. And um, that is how these things go. Okay, so the first thing we're going to need for the apple pie is the apples. And today I thought I would actually show you live the process of chopping the apples. So we're going to use the uh, Granny Smith apples. Now, in order to use the Granny Smith apples, we need to see where my uh, Granny Smith apples actually got to here. And, um, okay, well, they actually are, would you know it, in the apple drawer, so, um, that we have for the fridge. Okay, so, I have now these uh, apples out, and, um... If you get the apples for the specifically the pie and you don't use Granny Smith for anything else, there really isn't a good way to tell the difference between them and any other kind of brand of apple. So just uh, um, if uh, can smell tell now. So just know to keep them uh, um, like uh, separated from your other apples. So maybe like if you're doing a grocery order and you want to make this uh, pie. Um, do that, get the uh, Granny Smith apples in like a separate order and then you'll know to keep them in a separate part of your uh, fridge. It calls for about six to seven apples. So we've got about um, six of them here today that I'm going to core and cut and all that. I sh- really should get an apple core with all these recipes that I'm doing here, but uh, just don't I keep forgetting about it. So... I've got a, a cutting board and a really sharp knife for this to do, use. And so the first thing I'm going to do is cut into the apple. And I think we're a little bit close to the core here. There we go. Okay, that kind of tore off. So um, apples are not one of my favorite things to cut. I will tell you that much. But... Uh, it can definitely be done. Okay, we're going to cut into this. I try to get some of the peel off, and um, we're now going to cut around the side of the apple. And um, what we're going to do is that for these, we definitely want the uh, peel off of them. So I'm going to try to kind of Rather than peel the apple, which uh, there probably are good ways of doing this, I'm going to cut near the peel. And then we're going to turn this little piece sideways, cut again right along the edge of the peel. That's gone. And then this side, 
of the peel and throwing them in the garbage. Okay, very tart. And now we're just going to thinly slice this piece of apple that I have here. Now, um, the question has already been asked, am I making the pie crust? No, um, we're just going to do the filling for the pie. Um, we're not going to be that adventurous on this call today, but um, we will try to talk about how to make your own pie crust. And undoubtedly, some of you might already have um, answers you'd like to give for that. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. So now I'm finding more pieces of the apple and I'm just trying to cut along the side of the peel here and um, make sure the peel is gone. So um, again, just cutting these apples really, really um, thinly here today. And uh, let's see. And um, we're going to. Um, okay, this one is a little bit too much to work with. I can do something with this. So this is a little bit of a process, and um, unfortunately, but uh, you know it's pretty straightforward. Otherwise, um, like I said, apples are not my favorite thing to cut. Okay, this piece has a little bit of the core in it, so that's going, but we already have uh, some very and uh, thinly sliced. Like I'm kind of doing like thin, like uh, chopped into very small squares here for this. Okay, that's one half of the apple. Now let's take a look at half number two, and we're going to cut that part out. Then we're going to cut along the side here and we're going to try our best to expose the remaining core and uh, that will um, okay we can cut kind of on top of that so now we're going to throw the core away and now get back to our apple here. So the thicker the slice, the easier it is to uh, cut along the peel here. Of course, if you have a peeler and uh, want to do it that way, you definitely can. Um, there are ways to kind of use a knife to peel an apple. That has, um, it can be done, yes. Um, for sure. So let's cut. Ooh, better be careful not to cut myself there. That would not be good as I do not want to become part of the pie. And so, okay, a little bit more of the core here I'm cutting around. So with apples, it's very interesting because you do have the core to contend with. So you want to, you don't, you don't want to eat that. Um, I did once and I actually got sick the next day. So that was uh, not fun at all. Um, so now we're just kind of cutting around the peel of uh, the apple here. So are there any questions or comments so far? Now is a good time to raise your hand if you have any. We don't have any raised hands here. And I don't see Jane's hand either. All right. As my headphones fall out, let's um, get that taken care of. Okay. So... Um, now I'm almost done with this first apple. So I'm just kind of, again, cutting around the peel and cutting, um, 
into uh, slices here. And then of course you can either eat the remainder that's left or I'm just tossing mine out because I'm gonna be eating the actual overall apples in a little bit here. So you just kind of cut along the top where the peel is, get that gone. And um, there's a little bit on the side here, so I'm just cutting close, very to the side of the peel. It also helps to move the garbage can closer to me. So let's see here. Okay, so that uh, apple is now chopped up just about. Oop, one large piece here. And we're going to go at a quicker rate. Otherwise, we'll never get done. So what we're going to do is, um, with this recipe, is like I said, I've got several apples here. After I'm done with it, I'm going to go back on my phone, well I am on my phone, but um, use my phone to go look up the remainder of the recipe and um, find out what it is they want me to do. So I did get a regular pie crust today. I didn't make one. You may recall I have made them on previous calls, um, most notably the uh, pumpkin pie. That is one I did make, and uh, that, that pie crust didn't turn out too bad, actually. Um, so let's see, that takes care of that apple. Okay. So one of the things, obviously, with um, cooking is you've definitely got to give yourself prep time for these things. Okay, so right now I'm just cutting it this next apple in half. I'm going to do all the cutting now and throw the uh, core away. Okay, so that is out of my hair and into the garbage. Okay, so now we're going to cut along, just to grab a piece here, cut off the peel like we've been doing. So let's talk about how I'm holding the knife. I will tell you with the peel cutting, it's a little bit haphazardly. But um, what you can do is use two fingers to hold the item in place. And then you're with those fingers, you're making a tunnel. So that way the knife blade can just go in between those two fingers and not touch you at all. And um, I realize this could be a bit tricky depending on coordination, but that is the basic idea. Of course, there are accessible knife uh, things that you can get out there for sure that have like guide bars and uh, all that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I would throw me off personally, but um, that's just uh, me. Okay. We do have see. a raised hand in Clubhouse. We do have a raised hand in Clubhouse. Okay. We do. Didn't <laughs> Alrighty. So when you are, for my apples, what I usually do is I will peel them like with a potato peeler and then I'll use my apple core slicer and then put the slice in my salad shooter, you're not, you're going to get slices of apples, but not chunks. Would that be okay? Or are you doing chunks of apples? I think that would be perfectly okay the way you described. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think that would be perfectly okay. I don't think it has to be, uh, and some of it's going to be personal preference, of course. How do you want okay. the apples to be like? So a lot right. of that is definitely, personal preference is definitely a factor in that. But right. I say, if you don't mind them being sliced, then uh, and the fact that they're not chunks. Because you're I, doing I chunks, right? I am. And uh -huh. it seems to me like that would work better um, for a pie. But you can, right. it, it isn't, technically the recipe actually does call for them to be thinly sliced. Okay, okay. Thank you. So the way you're the way you're wanting to do it would be good. All right. Okay. Thanks. 
A great, yep, great question there, Danette. And uh, all right, sounds like you're off to uh, Never Never Land uh, there or wherever you are off to uh, today. So either way, we are glad to have you on board with us. So yes, what she described is a great way to do it. Use the potato peeler. Um, I don't peel potatoes, so that's why I don't even think... Do I have a potato peeler? Well, I should actually check. Um, but she described using a potato peeler to peel the apples and then um, using the salad shooter then to... Um, really like chop them up like you know so like after removing the core and um that is a definitely a very good way to do it for sure i do have a potato peeler okay we're going to try this with the apple so we do have another raised hand uh elizabeth. all right elizabeth yes hey Okay, hi there. Um, I come from Apple uh, Apple Country. We get them by the bushel, folks. They're around everywhere. And a, a couple comments. One, if you don't want to peel apples, just scrub them really thoroughly and don't bother peeling them. You will get a slightly different texture in your pie, but you will also get the nutrients that you're going to be cutting off with the apple peel. And the texture is really quite nice. So it's not like you have to peel apples as far as the size of the chunks go um if you've got a large apple i would say that your chunks might want to be an eighth of that apple you don't want itty bitty tiny pieces or you're going to wind up with mushies little bitty pieces are good for applesauce but they're less good for apple pie because you want the pieces to end up kind of holding together a bit and um, I don't know whether Herbie talked about apple types but for apple pie you want a low moisture apple so you can use um, some combination and combinations are good because you'll get like a more interesting flavor if you use several different kinds in your apple pie you kind of need six apples uh six medium to large apples for a nine inch pie plate and you could use granny smith you could use pink lady you can use golden delicious um steer clear of macintoshes they're really too wet and um this hasn't come up yet but when you get done with the pie you really need to put your completely baked pie up on a uh baking rack um a wire rack it's the kind of rack you put cookies on because you want the bottom to cool off and not have all the moisture end up on your pie crust which will make gloppy bottom pie crust um I really approve your idea of buying um, store-bought pie crust. That's fine. There's also something that is called um, hat and press, in quote, pie crust, which people are making a lot these days. You can look them up on the Internet. It's a lot easier than rolling everything out between wax paper. It's really simple. It's a lot cheaper than buying um, store-bought pie crust. And if you happen to just have flour in the house sometime and you don't want to go to the store, um, it's basically butter flour and a little salt and maybe a little water or something, and you're, you're on. So, And you just mush it up and put it in the pie crust. So look it up on the Internet. It's a good, uh, a good way to go. Um, and if you've got sweet apples, you shouldn't have to add sugar or cornstarch, which just makes for glop. Cornstarch is for thickening really wet apples. And if you're using really wet apples, go buy better apples. Sorry, but that's real. Um, yeah, hope that helps. Excellent tips there, Elizabeth. All right, thank you for that. We are using Granny Smith's for uh, these today and the potato peeler is making life a little bit more interesting definitely in some good ways actually as uh, now i'm getting some of the peel off that way 
and um, still got some core issues to deal with. Macintosh is oh. nothing wrong with Macs, let me tell you. Could I, I make Macs a core the... comment? Oh. You can make a core comment. Okay. Um, what I do for the core is I take the apple and I put it stem side up. So you got the whole apple stem side up. And then I cut it in half, top to bottom. And then I cut each of those halves into quarters using the stem as sort of a guideline. You know, put it down on the table, put the stem side up and cut it. So you've got four quarters. And at that point, it's going to be easier to use the knife and sort of go in a half circle around where the core is on each wedge, if you will. And that makes taking out the core a lot simpler if you're just using a knife. If you're not big on knife skills, um, get an apple peeler and core because you really need knife skills to do this. But if you are good, use a really sharp knife and don't use a giant knife. Use something that's got like, I don't know, four inches, good, a, good, a good sized paring knife, if you will. And make sure it's sharp because you'll just get, you'll do better. Um, it's not as dangerous. It's not like, I mean, just be careful with it, but sharp knives work better. Get yourself a good paring knife. You'll be happy you own it. Um, so hopefully that helps. All right. Definitely um, some good uh, tips there. All right. So this apple, you know, so it calls for six to seven apples. These apples are so large that we're only going to need three of them. And because um, uh, these are pretty big apples, but uh, that we got here. So um, let's see here. So now I'm getting this one peeled. We're going to peel, try peeling this one and then cutting it. And um, since others might end up eating my apple pie, I'm not going to. Uh, we got to deal with a sticker on these uh, apples. Use um. Uh, I, I don't know how everybody else would feel about the peel, but uh, I do agree that the uh, peel definitely has the uh, nutrients. I realize that the peel may not always be appealing, but uh, when it comes to apples and potatoes and whatnot, you know that is an important thing to uh, know. And um, apple cores are also something that is really good to have too because that can make uh, some of these, the process of cutting the apples a lot easier. All right, so in a minute we're going to get to the more exciting mixing and mashing and uh, all that type of thing. So let's see here. And um, now, do we have any more questions or comments, first of all, before we continue on with the uh, show? Uh, nothing from the audience. <laughs> all right. Oh. You're all well-behaved. I mean, um, <clears throat> I'm glad you're all enjoying the show. Did I, did I say well-behaved? Okay, that's going to uh, do us good there. All right, now we're going to cut off chunks of this apple. Uh, and, we have one um, person with a nice time. Oh, just when I thought. I, uh, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. Made a minute. Um, all right, who have we got? Ty Ann. Ty Ann, why did I have a feeling it was you? I don't know. Um, but um, I just wanted to say that um, when Ellen makes. Uh, mashed potatoes he leaves the peel in and um, people either like it or they don't like it and well we like it uh, yes yeah, so, so do I um, I was horrified though I, I, I gotta tell you a story guys and 
the person's not on here, but and I, uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, um, or fortunately, I, I was horrified to discover the other day that somebody actually prefers the boxed mashed potatoes um, to uh, made with real potatoes because uh, as I, I, not as horrifying as it sounds, you know, I get it. The boxed kind are not can, aren't going to turn out lumpy the way that the regular kind were, but. Um, I tell you, yeah. kids these days, not like in our day, you know, you're butt up on real food and frozen food kind of existed and kind of didn't. And, uh, oh, I could go on and on and on about the younger generation. But Lo Lois likes cut. lumpy mashed potatoes. All right. Excellent. I, I'm impressed. That, 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 that's uh, good. All right. So you can tell the law that I approve of uh, that. Um, um, now, that doesn't mean she has the right to beat me in threes or one for 24. You know, you got to draw the lines. Got to have some morals, but, uh, you know. Um, but all right. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Um, but yes, we leave the peel on with our mashed potatoes as well, too. And um, I, I agree with you. People like it or they don't. And um, just don't tell anybody and uh, that they're, you know, they, they can be happy. But that's really where the nutrients are is uh, with the in the skin of the potatoes and whatnot. Okay, so... This process is a lot better now. I had forgotten that I had a potato peeler because, like I said, I don't peel my potatoes, um, even for mashed. They um, have the skin on, so uh, and I was like, I remember, but I was like, I remember seeing it in my drawer. So I've not described the peeler that I have. So it looks kind of like a large razor, in a sense. Like um, it has a handle. And then like two blades and that are attached to a little handle doohickey. And so you kind of put the blades on the thing that you want to peel and you just kind of like scrape along. And um, I'm going to set this peeler to the back in case I do discover I need more apples, which... Um, we do have um, two raised hands. Two raised hands. All right. Very good. Who have we got? Heidi. Heidi. All right. The Apple Queen as well. Hello. Well, first a report from last week. Disaster. Not even the, the, the 8x8 came out, so I think it was too much applesauce. Um, when it comes to the apple peel, um, sometimes what we do is we use a paring knife and we put our thumb over the blade and move the the knife around the apple. Um, mm -hmm. And um, actually, when we make stew, um, which I will be doing later today, we leave, I leave the peels on and the potatoes and the carrots. I just wash them really, really, really good. And yep. it actually, I think, adds to it definitely does. Um, like I said, I don't peel potatoes for anything. For, or for any Have meat. you added um, cream cheese to it for mashed potato? To No. If you add a little bit of cream cheese, it, it adds a little bit more flavor as well, and it's actually really good. All right. Well, okay. I do add in a lot of butter, so that really helps. Yep. And next up is Elizabeth. Hi. Right. Um, the going to the mash the, the potatoes thing again. There are potatoes that have thicker skins, and there are potatoes that have thinner skins. And the thinner skin ones are good if you're going to be doing things like mashed potatoes, perhaps, or a stew, and you can get um, 
Yukon Golds or those little red potatoes, which is also a good way to make potato salad. You don't have to peel the potatoes. You just do red potato salad. And fancy restaurants don't peel theirs either for real. It's like some kind of status thing. Um, if you're going to make baked potatoes, you're better off using the big white, um, what are the, what are they, uh, Idaho potatoes. And those have much thicker skins, but of course you're baking them, so you're all right. Um, and the other thing is mashed potatoes can be made, it's basically a potato masher, the potatoes, butter, and then liquid, which could be milk or milk and broth, which also adds flavor. You can get really good flavor with like really concentrated broth and milk or a little bit of sour cream or a little bit of Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt is fabulous and adds kind of a, a really nice little bit or some combination, which will give you um, this really subtle um, complex flavor for mashed potatoes. And there's oodles of things to do with leftover mashed potatoes. We could do whole shows on it. What were you making in the 8x8 pan with the applesauce last week? I missed this one because I didn't get my ACB community Zoom call thing. So I'll now go so you can answer that. Thanks. All right. Very good. All right. Any other um, instruction, uh, um, uh, things here? Uh, that was it. Um, I don't know if you missed uh, Elizabeth's question about last week's call. Um, so uh, we'll go ahead and repeat. Well, for, so was that this question, I, I did kind of miss the question because I was actually trying to look at the recipe here as well. Uh, um, nope. Uh, so she just asked what was last week's call. She missed the it was, uh, I will let Heidi, Heidi, do you want to explain last week's uh, recipe and uh, just briefly explain the disaster that happened? <laughs> it was supposed to be my famous applesauce oatmeal raisin cookies. And the recipe that I used is not the one we usually use. It was one that we actually got off the Quaker um, website, which didn't turn out well. Um, but, um, yeah, it was my applesauce oatmeal raisin cookies and um, we tried putting it um, the rest of the batter in an 8x8 and it didn't really come out that well. So did you figure out maybe you can send me something later or we can put it on the ACB cooks thing. Did you figure out how the Quaker Oats website which you would think would work um, I mean hey differed from how you were using because I've had iffy results using applesauce for cookies as well and I would be interested in that answer. Thanks. Um, actually, the odd part is the recipe that I usually use comes on the Quaker Oats container and they apparently don't put it on the container lid anymore. So that was kind of disappointing. So I'm going to have to find um, the recipe that we usually use or try and um, find another one. Yeah, if you could post that, that would be great. Um, I, I've used the apple so the uh, oatmeal cookie recipe from the Quaker Oats box for years. Um, my mama used to just cut out all the white sugar, double the raisins, and use the stuff off the Quaker Oats box, which was what was on it in the in the 60s and 70s and stuff and forever. So if you want to put the applesauce version on the website, that I mean, on the cooks thing, that would be really great. Thanks. The only difference is I would, um, Herbie, I would cut the um, applesauce in half instead of doing a full cup to a half cup. And I think that's where right. we went wrong. So did you use butter along with the applesauce or oil or something? What, what was your... Um, fat oil thingy part it was butter okay. yeah herbie's got the recipe but i would i would um edit it and just do half the apple yeah sauce, yeah i hear you work. do you think it was because you had really um like thin applesauce or do you just think it was too much applesauce i think it was too much moisture 
Yeah, I've I've had that experience where I've tried to substitute applesauce for fat, you know, for butter one to one, and one to one don't work, folks. Sorry, <laughs> you get. And no, what it's... happened to your cookies? They just spread out and mushed. The cookies, um, they did spread out and they stuck to the um, oh, pan. Sugar, yeah, been there, done that, yeah. The sticky. Um, they the did pan taste stick. good. Yeah, but you got to pry them off the pan, man. I with wonder a if parchment paper would have helped. Ah, uh, you know, but she's right about the moisture problem. It's yeah, bad. I did that. I'm just also to think about if you're going to make cookies a lot, folks, go out and buy yourselves a couple of really heavy, um, heavy cookie sheets, like thick stainless steel. Um, cookie sheets not those little flimsy pieces of garbage you get in the in the thrift stores get some really strong um all right sturdy cookie sheets and it'll help your heat um spread out good anyhow all right well thank you for those tips there liz definitely appreciated all right guys we're going to move along now and actually get back to our pie baking for today Enough lollygagging around. So the frustrating part with reading recipes online is that it can be frustrating because they don't just give you a simple, straightforward thing. They give you commentary. They give you checkboxes, all that type of stuff. So the good thing for you guys is you will get a neatly formatted recipe uh, later this week on the ACB cooks list. And um, if you want to Google the recipe that I'm using, by the way, it's Natasha's Kitchen Apple Pie. Theirs actually does include a homemade crust that you can use. But um, the question always comes up, where do I get my recipes? One of my number one sources, Google. All right, so. <clears throat> should have thought of, didn't realize it called for unsalted butter, but uh, so we're just gonna use salted butter and that'll be fine. As we need, need eight tablespoons of salted butter. And um, it's a good thing I looked over the recipe because this part is going to be melted and um, then poured over our uh, apples. So we're going to get out my two tablespoon measure if I have it. All right, I'm gonna tell you folks, this feels really strange here. Actually being in the kitchen and talking to you guys. I uh, had forgotten what that's like. Herbie, eight tablespoons is one stick. All right, good to know. Actually, let's see. Do I have any more stick butter? I have half a stick. Half but a stick? Yeah, you'll earlier. four. There you go. Four tablespoons, half a stick. Right. No, no, like I don't, like I'm, I think I don't have any more unsalted butter beyond like just the one half stick. Okay. So that's what I was looking at. Let's see. Because I've definitely got butter in the tub. Um, we'll check one other spot of the fridge where I could potentially have some. Nope. No unsalted, extra unsalted butter. So. All right. So that's okay. Um... And making sure I don't have any extra sticks laying around over here because sometimes strange things do happen, but um, not in this case. Okay, so on that note, let's go back to what I was originally intending to do, and that is find my tablespoons. And um, Oh, there is both my one and my two cup, uh, uh, two, two spoon measure. So we need eight tablespoons. So what I'm going to do is, because I got my oven preheated, I'm having hold, keeping my tub butter well away from the oven so it doesn't accidentally uh, melt or anything like that, the, the whole tub. We just want the butter that I'm putting in the pan to melt. So we're going to... Scoop out, since it's a two tablespoon measure, we need eight tablespoons. We're going to do this four times. And um, these are going to be generous tablespoons, by the way. But this is where recipes could sometimes be less confusing. You know, just say, you know, one stick or eight 
Now they do have measure. Uh, you, you, they do have measure conversion things. So maybe if I played around with that, um, some things would have read differently. But that's okay. As uh, if I was unsure and I had the stick butter, I could have simply asked my uh, devices, you know, for that same conversion that Liz just gave me. So um, if you don't have Liz around, then you can settle for second best. All right. So there, that all is now in the pan. And um, we're going to put this measuring spoon in the sink. All right. And um, now, unfortunately, with today's recipe, we will not be able to uh, um, actually get to try the pie because uh, this does take a lot of baking. So. You know, but the advantage of doing a homemade pie like this is definitely less chemicals and all that good stuff. Because you know what they put in the store-bought stuff. Actually, you don't know. Um, they tell you, but, you know, you don't actually know what it means. Um, unless you're, like, a food chemist or, like, really brilliant, you know, hydrochlorocene, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Mr. Hard, I'm sorry. Okay, we have... Somebody unmuted, just, so... Sorry, yes, someone's unmuted. Yeah, it's Sandra. I just had a um, quick, um, maybe a little advice for the ladies about the oatmeal cookies. Um, on the canister, uh, they need to get an email, phone number. Sorry, can you... Um, All right. Thank you. We'll, raise your hand. <laughs> can you raise your yeah, hand? Okay, uh, yes, guys, please raise your hand if you have... Um, I couldn't. Especially for... Okay, so what device are you... Just, so it's a real quick question. So, so if you're on an iPhone, there's a raise hand button under reactions. And um, I think that would be the case for Android too. If you, and um, so just uh, so you know. But um, yeah, definitely with Heidi's oatmeal cookies, try uh, half the applesauce. And... Um, hmm. This is a really tart apple here. All right, trying one of the bigger chunks that I have. So the next thing we're gonna do is when the butter starts melting, we're gonna add in one cup of sugar. So um, thankfully I don't need to worry about going to my neighbor's house for a cup of sugar. Um, if you wanna know how badly that, why that's not a good idea, find out the true story of the three little pigs and uh, you know, that's all the wolf wanted, apparently, and it got turned into a legend of him huffing and puffing and blowing a house down. So, you should be able to hear the but the thing start to bubble. And uh, that's how I know the butter is melting. Okay, so, to avoid a disaster, we're going to next pour the sugar into the cup and I'm going to do this over the pan so that any extra gets um, just goes right into the saucepan anyway where it's intended okay so I'm doing this on a low enough heat to where um, visually you could be fine if you want to do this on a high heat I really want to make sure I don't accidentally melt anything or anything like that oh dear I did get some stuff on uh, sugar on the floor okay that's not fun to step in but it is what it is and um we do have a raised hand in clubhouse oh, we do have a we do have a raised hand okay we can go ahead and take that go ahead <coughs> um it says you're muted Jane. uh Janine? Hello? Can you hear me? All right. Well, while you're trying to get unmuted, um, let's continue. I'm unmuted. So, oh, there you go. Can you guys hear each other? I mean, unmuted? Yes. 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 I don't yes. usually use the Janine, clubhouse. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So, Herbie, I was in the kitchen cooking and you sounded like you were muffled. Like, I couldn't understand what you were saying. 
So we're ma- are we making pie? Is that what we're making? And you were talking about butter. Yes. Um, we're making the apple pie, right? Yes. Okay, perfect. That's my question. So wait, why should we not borrow sugar from our neighbors? Because, you know. Well, you're the I've one never who heard about the true story of the... Yes. Uber or Instacart my sugar. So I could yes. knock on my neighbor's door and ask for sugar. Could you not? So, hold on. I've got to, forgot to add in three tablespoons flour. Uh-oh. That's important. And so I should have, yeah, that's, that is important. To, that's, that we're <laughs> going to take care of all that right now. <laughs> yes, to thicken it and then a fourth cup water. So um, we're going to do that real quick. But this is why I'm working on a very low heat, by the way, too, guys. So, you know, I can afford oopsies like this and it's not the end of the world. Okay, somehow sugar got put into one of my flour containers. Okay, we're going to have fun here, guys. So I'm getting out a bag of flour. It's a butter bee flour. Um, it is flour. Okay. So I'm putting three tablespoons in. And so this is to thicken the mixture. So that's... Um, what we're trying to do here. I'm making an ungodly mess. Hopefully I'm not sounding muffled now to you, Janine. You're much better. Much better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. So since you're cooking along with me, if you want to stay unmuted, you can do so just so you can immediately <laughs> ask questions. Um, oh, no. I, I'm may... making spaghetti. I'm making spaghetti. Oh. We're well, fresh vegetables. I'm having a mess in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear the mess, Herbie. <laughs> yes. All right. So now we're adding in a fourth cup of water. And um, now you can hear the noise it's making. Now we're going to bring this up to a boil. And um, so spaghetti. Well, you know, guys, I'm just going to say that's one of the things you'll hear uh, when you listen to Wake, Make, and Bake with Janine whenever <laughs> she brings it back. Ah, oh, the pressure. Um, soon. And Herbie and I are going to do a call together coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yes, indeed we are. Okay, this is definitely getting a little bit... Um... I think we should comp- cook the same thing, but with different recipes. Like, you know, the way Ooh. you cook something and the way I cook something. And see which one of us is like, I don't know, faster at it. Or how it turns I out like differently. Remember. Idea. Remember when we did the cheese thing when we made fettuccine alfredo sauce and how we tried yes. fresh cheese versus the store-bought grated cheese and we all decided it was better to grate the cheese yourself because, yeah, and we tried that with Courtney. I think we should do something like that so if we could figure that out. Or maybe someone could suggest what you want us to cook against, like, you know, my vegetarian versus Kirby's meat or, meat you know, based. something like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like the vegetarian. Okay, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Um, If everybody could please wait their turn, I will get to you all, I promise. Um, So I like that idea. If you have any suggestions on um, what you you think Jimmy and I should collaborate on with a meat and a vegetarian-based option, um, let let us know. Raise your hand, and I will get to you in just a minute. But um, before we get too sidetracked, I want to get back to... What is actually going on in the kitchen here? So just please, please wait. And um, I will get to all that in just a minute. So I'm letting this uh, stuff cool down. I brought it to a boil and kind of stirred it till it's felt all smooth. What I really want to make sure to avoid is it all like evaporating. And um, this is one of those few times where I actually really do wish I had a little bit of vision because Seeing the texture would make me probably feel a little bit better. All right, we've got to deal with a problem here. And the solution to that problem is a towel. A towel, by the way, is one of the most useful things you can uh, 
Oh, wait a minute. I won't quote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but uh, um, let's just say that uh, Douglas Adams is onto something, you know, with the towel. And I, I don't know if you could do this back then, but uh, you can wave uh, a towel at a smoke alarm and uh, keep it from going off. Okay. So, um, with that, what we're going to do now is put the apples in the bowl and we're going to top them with cinnamon. Then we're going to stir in the sauce mixture. So, um, actually what I'm first going to do is um, put this flour bag up because what I don't want is for it to spill and uh, create a mess. That would not be fun for anybody. Uh, just to let you know, we are too. 10 minutes to the hour. All right. Thank you for letting me know that, Abraham. So first of all, um, for those of you listening on the ACB Media 5 side of things, we're going to be saying goodbye to you in just a little bit because uh, you guys only get the uh, first hour of the call. But... If you want to continue to join in all the fun, you are more than welcome to switch over to the Zoom side of things. And you can do that by, well, if you um, haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to community at acb.org. Send them an email and include your name and email address and say I want to be added to the list of community calls. And you can also ask to be added to the... Um, cooks list as well while you're at it and um just include your name and email address though and they will add manually add, add you manually the other thing is if you are on clubhouse you can find us in the acb club and join us there too and you can listen and you can even interact with us so i highly encourage you all on the acb media side to uh, come check us out for further uh, participation so we will be uh, saying goodbye to you in just a little bit. So on that note, I'm going to now put these apples that have um, spilled all over. Um, okay, now is a good time for questions or comments on what you would like to see Janine and I collaborate on as I'm putting these apples into the mixing bowl. So with that, um, who have we got? Um, if we have any raised hands. We don't have any raised hands, um, but if uh, the person who had a problem earlier, uh, Sandra. Yes, Sandra. Raising a hand. Yep. yep, Sandra, now would be a good time if you'd like to. Um, yeah, I believe you also had something to suggest on the oatmeal cookies as well. So um, now would be an awesome time for that. I don't know if she's still here. Did you make oatmeal cookies? And I miss it? Heidi did last week. Oh, bummer. Um, Sorry. We do, we do have a raised hand. Jill. Jill, welcome. Hello. Um, so I did make Heidi's cookies. And... I made it with this suggestion that they had about using um, half of the amount of applesauce. So I used half a cup and they came out good. They just came like, they were like a little bit on the chewy, like soft, chewy side. So if you like, um, so like soft batch type cookies, then... Um, then that's your cookie. So it did work, and it and it and it was very good. And um, <clears throat> I put them in the um, like on the second day. I put them in the refrigerator. Sorry, I'm turning off my teapot. If you hear all that beeping, um, I put them in the refrigerator, and um, I like them cold since they're a, like a chewy cookie. But I think if you want them a little more crispy, you could even use like a quarter cup of the applesauce. So I just wanted to share right. that, that I actually made them and enjoyed Excellent. them. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And thank so, you for doing um, the pie recipe. You're welcome. 
so first of all what i will say uh, hold on hold on just a second just a second and i do want to mention so first of all janine yes as you just heard we made oatmeal uh apple oatmeal cookies last week and while this is not wake make and bake it does go to say that if you snooze you lose so uh, there you go all right who we got next abraham we have the person who made the cookies last week heidi all right heidi yay jill (laughs) so those were the way they were supposed to come out they are supposed to come out a little bit more moist and chewy mm-hmm. and very, very tasty. Yeah, they, they were very good. So Jill made my famous applesauce oatmeal raisin cookies. So apparently the problem mm-hmm. is too much applesauce. All right. Yeah. So I guess the other question is, is are you willing to send some to Heidi just so she can actually, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she could come over and get them. I just made some tea, oh, so we could have tea and cookies. Yum. All right. Well, I don't know now, how far away you two are from each other. Where's that plane that I ordered? I uh, know. It's on its <laughs> way, picking you up. <laughs> All right. Very good. Okay. Do we have any other hands? Not at this time. All right, so the question is, for anybody that missed it, um, there's my cinnamon. No, we'll talk, we'll talk more about the question in a minute. Um, um, but they're just a reminder, the question is, well, I will just briefly remind you the question. If, uh, you know, if there's anything you'd like to see Janine and I collaborate on, where we give you, like, two different versions of the same recipe or, you know, like a meat versus vegetarian dish, We'd love your feedback. This calls for a tablespoon and a half of cinnamon. We'll use a little bit more. Just a little bit. I'm so basically what kind of cinnamon, cinnamon are you using? And cinnamon that's... Okay, we'll talk about the cinnamon. Glad you asked that. So I'm just <laughs> using regular cinnamon that's in a... Uh, this comes in a square box. It's just the McCormick brand of cinnamon. I am pouring it liberally in the bowl and rolling the apples around in it so that they are all coated. And we'll add a little bit more for good luck. So that is the cinnamon. I use the McCormick brand and um, a large square bottle. And uh, no, it's funny because I'm not like, I did make spaghetti on one of my calls, by the way. So, um, Mm -hmm. Okay, now I can feel that this sauce is cool enough. I can feel that there are some lumps of flour. Oh, and I see. What was upsetting the smoke alarm? That was your smoke alarm? I thought it was mine. No, it was mine. And, okay, what made it unhappy was some of the sugar butter mixture spilled out Okay, so next time if I do this, I am not going to use a pan. I am going to use a small pot. Um, I need to wipe off this burner real quick. I'm using a different one now, a larger one than I'd like to use. But um, that is what was setting off the smoke alarm. But I can tell now by feeling the sauce mixture that the flour is a little bit lumpy. So we're going to set it back on this larger burner and kind of stir it again, just a little bit more. And um, so Janine, are you eating or cooking? I'm both. <coughs> well, no, I, you know, we've made spaghetti together before. I made it on my call and you made it on yours and I make it yes. from scratch sometimes and I make it from cans sometimes and I never, well, I think we did it with meat because you guys really wanted meat, but that takes so much longer. And I don't eat it as much then. So, yeah. Um, so, wait. I want to go back to your flour. Uh, your flour mixture that you're doing with a pan. Now, do you have a whisk with um, silicone or rubber on the tip while you're doing that? Because that would take out some of your lumps. I have the metal whisk. Oh, metal on metal is not good. But if you get one that's coated, maybe you'll get one for Christmas. Hint, hint. Because... Um, <coughs> I use that. Well, I, I'm good at sending you Christmas presents. I send you boxes full of stuff. 
Um, yeah, so it's I, usually so, prize ones that I've won, but uh, no, I send you something. I, you didn't win the apron. I just sent you the aprons because yes, you did, you did, you did, you did. Um. So okay. Right, so, so you I could use a whisk for your lumpiness, and then then let's go back to cinnamon when you get a chance. Yes. Um, let's, well, what, 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 what about the cinnamon? Yes. Yeah, so goodbye to you on the ACB Media Five. 